guys welcome to the decode podcast in this series we bring you conversations with our leaders who talk about their experiences and best practices to solve new age business challenges they will be covering trending topics and will share stories around different technologies such as cloud web development blockchain mobile and various bpm tools to know more stay tuned with us Uh, my name is Mahesh Karia, and I'm working here in Indi Code from past few couple of years. And uh, uh, mostly, I used to work on uh, backend side Node.js, of course. So today, we are going to discuss about Node.js. So uh, I work here in a backend technologies, so where I used to create APIs and uh, handling all the backend stuff, related to database and uh, all the data flows here and there, kind of stuff. And uh, today uh, we are going to discuss what is the future of Node.js and something like that. So uh, I am with uh, one of my colleagues, Ankit Bihani. So he'll uh, introduce. Hi, Ankit. Hi, hi, Manish. So my name is Ankit Bihani, and I am working here at Decode for a couple of years. And I have worked on various technologies, uh, mostly backend like the PHP, Node.js, ROR, and DHJS. Sounds good. So let's start with the uh, why Node.js. Okay. So let me tell you first. I also started with uh, lots of other technologies, PHP, uh, Java, .NET, something like that. And so the main reason when why the backend uh, is most popular uh, with Node.js is uh, based on the few factors. Of course, you can discuss that. So uh, like scalability, ability, uh, adaptability, community, and uh, we can say uh, performance, of course. Yeah, these these are the main things that based on the top of that we always choose the technologies. So what do you think? Um, if, uh, is is this the right parameters that uh, or uh, do you have something in family? Yes. So for me, uh, the knowledge journey starts from the front end. Mm-hmm. I first picked up JavaScript and, and I really like it much. Mm-hmm. It was it, it makes a uh, web pages dynamic. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started with JavaScript and then uh, then I heard about Node.js that we can use JavaScript in the backend as well. Right. So we have the power of JavaScript, speed, we have scalability, we have community, we have support of the JavaScript. Mm-hmm. So all we got for Node.js as well. So yeah. that's why I prefer a lot Node.js and mm-hmm. and Node.js is a single threaded I/O blocking uh, technology. Mm-hmm. So that we can use and uh, we can scale easily our projects. We can uh, architect in our own way. Mm-hmm. There is nothing embedded in the stone that we have to go in that particular way. Because see, Node.js has a huge community that uh, in, on daily basis we got millions of downloads for each packages. And uh, why why Node.js is got popular suddenly in two thousand after two thousand nine for backend because everyone used to work on frontend and. Frontend is specially uh, based on the JavaScript, of course. So it was easy for us to uh, get connected with backend with the help of JavaScript. It was a kind of minimal program we need to write. And yes, that that is the thing because we don't have to uh, work on the syntaxes because mm-hmm. we usually work on the Java or the PHP. Like the syntaxes are different. Functional, Functional language. Functional yeah. languages, the syntax are different. But uh, when we go with the JavaScript and Node.js, the syntaxes. Uh, how the program run all of the similar so uh, developer don't have to uh, like backend through in between the code mm-hmm. like usually we do the syntax mistakes a lot of time we don't define the array correctly absolutely because the languages change uh, a lot of things change 
So with uh, Node.js in the backend, uh, it uh, eliminates all these uh, hurdles we have mm-hmm. in the past. So that is why uh, Node.js is very adaptable between the developers. And because we are already working on the JavaScript, mm-hmm. so there is nothing to learn for us in the Node.js. Right, right. Except the framework. Right, right. For different so purposes, we have different frameworks. So that is why I prefer a lot for the Node.js. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, uh. Discuss if if someone wants to get started with Node.js, then uh, that uh, these are the things that uh, on the top of that I am going to choose my career. So Node.js has a huge community. One of the reason and it is open source. Yes. So whenever you choose any language or any domain or any framework, you have to have uh, knowledge about uh, the kind of two things: open source things and the uh, private things. Private you can things. say the dotnet is nowadays following after dotnet. Yes. They release the open source version. So that's why if if we choose the open source, like React is also open source. Yes. Yeah. So that's why they have a huge community. Unlike Flutter, yes. if, like, yes, if we compare, yes, Flutter is a closed uh, because the Google works on that, mm-hmm. and the uh, React also works on that, and it is open source. Mm-hmm. So there is a huge community. Right. Right. So like open source technologies have huge community. So it's not going to die anytime soon. Yes, it's yeah. not going to die. It, it has a long term support. If yes. For every six months, they are yes. releasing the new version with the long-term support. Yeah, it's yes. it's nice. So, uh, what do you think uh, for the performance basis? So, why why we should go for the Node.js? See, when it, when we talk about performance, of course, nowadays we are working on a microservices architecture, and yes. unlike a monolithic art architecture, so uh, nowadays it's very uh, compatible with the microservices architecture. As as I said, yeah, minimal code. Okay, so yeah, nowadays we can the with the few lines of code we can get started with the microservices as well with the help of Docker. So that's why we can say the performance is actually very good uh, because of that single thread thing that you yes. mentioned before. Okay, so because uh, it it increases the performance. Yes, right. Uh, like we can handle a lot of requests simultaneously, mm-hmm. and uh, it it increases the performance speed. Mm-hmm. And we can do a lot of work. They have kind of that yes. background behind the scene. What's going on? It's kind of uh, key things that everyone should know if if you are guys getting started with Node.js. Yes. And uh, of course, uh, it's because of that single threaded architecture. It's, we can say that it's asynchronous yes. and asynchronous event blocking. In Python also, they are following that asynchronous nature, and we got the fast API. I guess fast API framework we yes. got in, uh, which is got suddenly very very popular. Uh, than Django and yes, uh, Flask. I also heard of that. That that's what I think. Yeah. Yes. Sure. So that's what I also think. Uh, like with the asynchronous and uh, like event loop, it it dispatches the uh, operating system to the right, it right. to the operating system. Like uh, those he didn't want to work. Uh, no mm-hmm. So that was the key uh, feature I like about the like most no, of the because it need to wait for these things uh, like those they have nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Like if we are downloading a file, then uh, we have nothing to do. Right. So uh, also we need to uh, make sure that while choosing the language that you are choosing the dynamic type language or static type language okay and of course the Node.js and Python are, these are the languages which is specially built for uh, dynamic, dynamic as a dynamic type dynamic language dynamic. and they have their own features so what do you think uh, that uh, do we need to add TypeScript in uh, Node.js well or JavaScript do you like okay most? But for the development, I prefer to go with the TypeScript because it avoids bugs mm-hmm. at the development time. So mm-hmm. it saves a lot of time for debugging the issue. Let me let me uh, add one more point here. 
if you remember why why the type script came out after yes, yes, after yes, yes, the Hazel, Hazelberg yes um, because the uh, Microsoft employees like have issues these those have issues like was in 2000 late 2010 yes, we are talking about issues, like uh, they are they are using type language and uh, and that uh, like JavaScript and Node are not typed hmm. they are dynamic types they have uh, a lot of issues. So While writing the JavaScript code, yes. yeah, right. Because we don't do any int where care. We just like type where mm-hmm. and the variable. Right, right. We just go. And so go. it was a very interesting journey, guys. Yes. you can read on internet as well. So that's what on the based on. And, and now, now the TypeScript is like uh, most of the frameworks are coming with the TypeScript. Of course, Nest and Nest is coming with TypeScript, mm-hmm. and in, even in the front end also we have TypeScript with the Next. So I'm very curious about like uh, how you implement uh, Node.js, how you design your project architecture. So can you please uh, uh, let us know something about uh, from your experiences? <laughs> oh, honestly, the architecture is the kind of most favorite topic of mine and creating architecture, designing architecture that every developer likes to uh, always create their own architectures. Uh, especially with Node.js as we discussed that with the help of microservices, it's really very easy to get it done. Okay. Yes. Uh, whatever the projects you're working on, on no matters. Like, Just because, because uh, what I understand like architecture is a very important thing because mm-hmm. it helps from the development to the deployment. Mm-hmm. If you plan architecture in a good way, like even if you go with monolithic, lean architecture or mm. the very trendy microservice. It affects our development cycle. It affects our de- testing. Right. It affects how we maintain our project. It affects the deployment even. Mm. Like how we deploy the project. Right, right. That's why Absolutely. the microservices can because we don't have to deploy our entire projects every time even with a single page we are doing and we have to deploy the entire project. Right. We have to down our website for that. Right. So that's why uh, they came with microservices and that is the very like trendy thing and it, it I like it very much uh, like recently I got a project mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that works on microservices mm-hmm. and it has a RPC communication mm-hmm. it has a uh, Rabbit MQ mm-hmm. so they communicate uh, with the help of uh, queues right like right. all the tires are communicated with the help of queues so right. that was a very nice uh, experience I got from that project mm-hmm. so like do you have any kind of these pro- uh, experiences of course, of course, of course. I I got the same things, but with the help of Kafka, Event Hub, SQS, we can say. So of course, uh, once you once you wrote this kind of proper architecture with proper CI/CD, okay. Once you uh, yes. complete this process, now then rest of the things are really very easy. easy. And for the lots of developers, yes. you don't need to while designing the architecture. Of course, you need to make sure how many developers in future they are going to work on these things, okay. And based on that only, we need to. Uh, yes. like uh, divide the things properly you should know how they communicate with each other yes. with the help of the streaming platforms and Kafka and yes. lots of other things are out there so how like how do you update with the notes like the various trends do you follow any newsletters or like what kind of things of course, do you of course, do? Of course we do uh, we do actually on daily basis we, we always check the updates before a uh, few days we got the uh, Node.js 18 so uh, these are the thing we need to uh, read on the daily basis on uh, lots of uh, websites you will get over. so uh, you need to be updated all the time yes so, so what I do personally is I, I follow on the github so whenever any PR based on that right. so I directly got the notification the official repos you are talking, talking about, about. Yeah. I follow on the twitters mm-hmm. like uh, various uh, handles okay. 
posted really nice things mm-hmm. and also they post amazing code like right. how like right. use uh, structure of the code like uh, mm-hmm. new syntaxes like we can use these things in these ways as well mm-hmm. because uh, the world is full of creative minds right so right. we and and learning never be stopped so we have to learn sooner like, or later you have to deal with so, that yeah so that's why i follow on there and i also follow uh, news letters on the various websites right so whenever new things come and uh, so i got the notification and i so mm. in that way i updated with that okay it, like like the way like uh, I I mostly focus on the practical things honestly so if I get to know like these things is something new and like uh, uh, the few few uh, years before I got to know like uh, classes are there uh, yes. which is which is officially supported by Node.js so instantly I wrote the code and I uh, yes, compiled I the code so the, I also try tried that thing yeah like how it's the, it's really very important yes. uh, if because because uh, uh, theories and part we uh, we read the things but we have to for the interest and we have to be practical because unless we practice we never know the things yeah and it will reduce the code as and well yes it, it will reduce, reduce and organize the code the as power, well like classic is the power of the oops mm. that we are lacking here right so right. it gives that power to the node.js as well but the, the nowadays the gap is uh, getting closer if you can you can see the classes there the constructor is there and lots of all the yes. most of the hoops yes, things are like there. all the hoops concepts we have here in the node.js itself from the es6 and then the typescript also came with classes mm-hmm. so it also gives us a lot of power and and nowadays they are following the er based uh, architecture the es2020 es2021 yes, uh so after after 2015 i guess uh, yes, 2015, we got es6 are, yes are, yeah. after the es6 they are uh, releasing after a year a major release okay okay great great sounds good so ankit uh, what are the tips that you want to give for the beginners there if they are getting started with nodejs for the very first time yes uh, so for that i preferly say that, like they can start their career with nodejs Mm-hmm. because like uh, in colleges they must have read about javascript mm-hmm. and even though in this current time they also uh, learn about nodejs mm-hmm. and nodejs uh, is like growing technologies mm-hmm. they are, this it, it is not going uh, dying any soon mm-hmm. it uh, it will have a uh, very bigger future mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of projects are built on top of the nodejs mm-hmm. like the main uh, even if they are microservices the main technology is nodejs mm-hmm. so like uh, there is nothing like if a nodejs support is down so that like the project will migrate mm-hmm. it, it will give a lot of cost uh, to the customer right so right. like uh, there is a very good future and also in the in the current time mm-hmm. it is very trendy technology mm-hmm. a lot of people are working and new projects are starting on this technology mm-hmm. so i i prefer this like one must go with this and and also like it is easy to use easy to learn uh like right. uh, in comparison to c c++ java mm-hmm. and a lot of companies are working on this so there is a lot of opportunities for you mm-hmm. so you can go on uh, with nodejs right so what do you think so honestly like uh, if someone is getting started with any technology so there should be two factors on based of uh, uh, top of we need to choose the technology as i said which is static type and dynamic type and uh, if you talk about dynamic type if you are a college student definitely dynamic type languages will help you in a lot of uh, other things as well like iot you can say so there as well you can get started with nodejs and 
it also supports classes so these are the core factors with just few lines of code you can get started with it and apart from that if we talk about future definitely there is a future there will be a future because it's not going anytime like anywhere it's not else going to die. of course the main reason as as we discuss the community okay if if you have that much of community it's not possible for us to migrate any big project easily to other technologies okay whatever the future technologies that you will get in uh, future days okay it will be helpful for uh, lots of other things as well it will be beneficial for the front end technologies as well okay so it's not uh, just for the back end only yes. you will become a full stack eventually so yes. that's a, a point that you need to be sure and uh, yes and one yeah. more thing like if you go with nodejs then you will have a, an exposure of functional programming as well as class programming right and in software industry you cannot rely on only one technology right you might uh, got a client that has working on different uh, technologies so if you have exposure of functional in class then you can easily jump on any other technology mm-hmm. right and it is a static it's dynamic and static type both So mm-hmm. we can go with both the technologies as well. Right. So it will be a good start for a newbie. Uh, go with Node.js. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I I preferably uh, suggest anybody if someone personally asks me like Node.js. So it will be a very good start for them. Yes. And there there are lots of drivers also available for if we to for for the, uh, choosing the backend actually backend in the sense of databases. Okay, MongoDB. a uh, sql or any no sql databases if uh, yes if we talk about backend so there are a lot of orms and odms we have already is there yeah so it, it has a, like a wide variety we have we have sqlize we have mongoose right we can da- uh, directly go with uh, uh, with the sqlize we can go with postgres and my mysql we have type orm we have prisma right so right. we have a lot of things so type orm and prisma are supporting typescript by default yes yes so that is also we have so we have a lot of things Uh, we we never be stuck uh, here like if we uh, select a uh, node js then we will then how we select our database mm-hmm. uh, so there is a support there is a lot of things uh, for the database for the deployment we have a lot of things mm-hmm. so that the scripts that are already yes. written that you need to know, uh, write all the scripts and all the like code. you don't need to invent uh, a wheel there is already a wheel so you just have to use it right right of course so yeah this is the thing that uh, will suggest you Thanks, Mahesh, and it was a very great pleasure having you here and discussing on this topic. And I have got to learn a lot from this. The listeners will also uh, learn a lot from this. So thank you, thank you so much once again, Ankit, uh, for having me, and it's been a pleasure to be here with you. And thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank you, bye. Thanks for tuning in. You can find the summary in the show notes. You can also follow us on our social media handle. The handle is Decode Solutions, spelled as D E Q O D E. If you have any questions, feedback, or just want to reach out and suggest a topic, do not hesitate. Don't forget to share this episode and get early access to upcoming ones by subscribing to the Decode Podcast.